Hi, this is David Mattin and you're listening to the audio version of New World Same Humans number 38, published on the 11th of October 2020. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. Back in the early days of the pandemic, we were obsessed with the question, pause or great reset? It's a somewhat exhausted phrase now, but it still forms the primary framework via which we seek to understand the long-term significance of the virus. This week, I propose a new way of looking at what has happened, one that I think can supersede the pause or reset question and replace it with a more constructive challenge. Before we start, a reminder to watch out for a big announcement in this week's New Week Same Humans on Wednesday. Until then, find a quiet spot, lean back and listen to this essay, which is called The Overview Effect. We've measured the impact of the pandemic via two sombre metrics. They are worldwide deaths, which are at least 1.07 million, according to John Hopkins University, and economic damage, which will be a loss to the global economy of 12 trillion US dollars by the end of 2021, according to a projection from the International Monetary Fund. But now, a broader picture is emerging because the truth is that even those two measurements don't capture the full scale of what 2020 has wrought. The annual Goalkeepers report from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, published last month, goes a long way towards filling in the rest of the picture. The report measures annual progress against the UN's 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which include an end to extreme poverty, universal well-being and gender equality. Previous editions have been able to celebrate decades of uninterrupted improvements on every goal. In 2020, all that changed. Across the board, improvements are being reversed. Take education. According to the best data, hundreds of millions of children worldwide were still affected by school closures last month. That's an educational catastrophe and a looming crisis for progress on global gender equality too. History suggests that when schools reopen in West Africa, girls are less likely than boys to return. Or take vaccination programmes, which are often used as a proxy for how well national health systems are functioning. Globally, Vaccination against common infectious diseases has dropped to levels last seen in the mid-1990s. It's taken 25 weeks to undo 25 years of work. When the pandemic began, we asked whether it would mark a pause or a great reset. The Goalkeepers report makes clear that this is a parochial question, more meaningful for citizens of affluent liberal democracies than it is for anyone else. For millions in the developing world, the pandemic has brought not a pause, but a reversal of much-needed change on health, education and opportunity. And those millions seek not a reset, but a resumption and acceleration of those changes. To understand this moment, then, we need a different conceptual framework. So here is one. We should view this moment not as a pause or reset, but as an overview effect moment. One that rewires our thinking on where we are in the human story and where we go from here. 
one specifically that changes the way we think about progress. Regular readers will know that progress is a New World Same Humans obsession. This newsletter seeks to understand the forces reshaping our shared future. And underlying much of that search is a question. Is there progress in human affairs? Are we citizens of 2020 in any meaningful sense further forward than those of 1520? Or is the course of human affairs just a shapeless meandering with no movement towards anything that might be called better than what came before? These days, that question is the subject of fierce debate between thinkers with opposing views of the human story. On one side, there are those such as the superstar intellectual Steven Pinker, who say progress is undeniable. The world, says Pinker, is safer, healthier and better educated than ever. And what is that if not progress? On the other are those, including the venerated British philosopher John Gray. They say that while our knowledge and technologies may advance, the only quality that really matters, our ethical sense, does not. And as such, new technologies will end up doing as much harm as good. So who is right about progress? It seems to me that this moment compels us to take a new view of human progress. The sudden halt of global advances on health, education, gender equality and more makes for an ethical jolt that shocks those of us in the global north out of our parochialism and causes us to see the entire global picture afresh. In short, it provides a kind of overview effect. The overview effect is a phenomenon reported by those who have looked down at Earth from space. Many astronauts say that their first view of the entire planet prompted a kind of personal ethical reinvention, fueled by a new sense of the preciousness, fragility and interconnectedness of human life. The overview effect doesn't tell you anything you don't already know. Rather, it makes you feel a set of ethical truths in a new and more intense way. I think that this moment and the reversals it has engendered should provide citizens of the global north with the same kind of epiphany. When it comes to human progress, this is our overview effect moment. Any informed citizen of the global north has long known that sweeping changes are occurring in the developing world. But apart from a few engaged in the frontline struggle, it has been too easy to disregard those changes. Too easy to disregard advancements on, for example, vaccines and preventable infectious disease, because we take the eradication of those diseases in our own countries for granted. The same can be said for basic education and the end of extreme poverty across multiple and foundational domains of human life, we in the global north have been liable to take our own gains for granted, and that skewed our view of the human story and our collective thinking on the possibility of progress in human affairs. The overview effect of 2020 opens our eyes to a less parochial and finally truly global view. For decades now, we've been advancing a set of changes that have reduced suffering and improved welfare for hundreds of millions of people. Now we see those changes come to a shuddering halt and then shift into reverse. 
Are we to believe that this is a morally neutral set of events? Are we to believe that what was happening before the pandemic can't be called progress? Tell that to the millions in the developing world who won't be able to vaccinate their children against common infectious diseases this year, or those whose education has been prematurely ended. Seen in this way, it becomes clear that we are, or were, in the middle of a great transformation, and it feels impossible, even perverse, to argue against the idea that this transformation constituted progress. Just as with its cosmic cousin, the overview effect provided by the pandemic doesn't necessarily give us new information. Rather, it's about a change of perspective and ethical repositioning. I think this epiphany not only helps us to conclude that we can speak meaningfully of historical progress, but also contains some important lessons about its nature. The fierce debate between Pinker and Gray over progress is bedeviled in part by the tendency of those two thinkers to define progress differently and then talk past one another. The overview effect pushes us to embrace a view that is both global and practical, one that pays attention to human lives as they are lived. Seek the implications of that shift, and I think we can fruitfully redefine progress as change that makes the world a better home for humans. But the overview effect also reminds us that this progress is fragile. It can be halted or reversed. And if we take our progress for granted, that only becomes more likely. Last, by forcing us to take a global view, the overview effect provides a powerful lesson in the interconnectedness of all things. New Zealand, points out the goalkeeper's report, has had very few cases of coronavirus, but its economy is still shrinking. A global view reminds us that the world is increasingly a single interconnected system, such that a crisis in one place affects every place. Progress means making the world a better home for humans. It is always fragile, and we make it together or not at all. Three powerful lessons to take out of 2020. Together, it seems to me that they supersede questions about a pause or reset and instead establish a new and more valuable framework via which to understand this moment. That doesn't mean that we in the global north should ignore the imperative that lay behind the idea of a great reset to find new and more sustainable ways of living. As the overview effect reminds us, if we wreck the environment, we wreck it for everyone. Environmental sustainability and progress are closely related. But take the global view, and that reset can be seen to be only one small part of what is needed, a great resumption of progress towards a healthier, richer, fairer and more educated world. The great danger now, says the goalkeeper's report, is that right when a unified global effort is most needed, the powerful nations of Earth lose faith in such efforts and instead seek to isolate themselves. The data provided by that report is, it is to be hoped, an antidote to popular consent for such a policy. We should make sure that everyone gets to see that data and has at least the chance to experience the overview effect of 2020.
This is Ground Control to Major Tom. Thanks for listening this week. If the space tourism industry has its way, then one day soon we may all be able to experience the original overview effect. Until then, New World Same Humans will continue its quest to see clearly the changing world of today and tomorrow. The aim of this community is to help us all understand and make sense of what lies ahead so that we are better able to play the role we choose. There's one thing you can do to help make this community more useful, and that is invite more people in. So if you found today's instalment engaging, why not take a second to forward the email to one person, a friend, a family member or colleague who'd also enjoy it, or share New World Same Humans across one of your social networks and let people know why you find the newsletter valuable. All you have to do is navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. Your membership of our community is valued. I will be back on Wednesday. Until then, be well.